Hey everybody, it is an all new Downright Sports today here on November, uh, January 24th, 2021. On today's show, we're only going to talk one man, that's Tom Brady and what he's done. And uh, we preview a little bit of the Super Bowl and we say goodbye to two legends in their own field, Hank Aaron and Larry King. So, hey, buckle up. Uh, put your headphones on, put your AirPods in, turn it on in the car, turn it on in the bathroom, wherever you're at, and understand one thing and one thing only. When you listen to Downright Sports and you hear the voice of the notorious one, that can only mean one thing. It is showtime! There's something dynamic about you, boy. Gotta serve my purpose They really love the show We ain't open curtains All about my bags Like her favorite burger uh, She just told her sign We are not a match uh, Know me from my music How she get attached uh, Running through the game Call me booby mouse Like them O2 Hondas I can go for miles uh, Steady on my wave I'm just custom made They gon' have to learn That I'm up next Many shit is too easy I just skip steps I'm the rookie of the year Just slight flex First year, I'm top tier. Commas down like phone numbers. We gotta set the tone. Uh, they always listen, then we cut the speaker phone. Uh, spreading in your state like we sent the drone. Uh, they say I really made it, I ain't make it yet. Uh, barely on these tracks, but I keep them pressed. Uh, gotta keep it private, wait till we catch them jets. Uh, people on my line, I gotta hit the climb. They gon' have to learn that I'm up next. Man, this shit is too easy, I just skip steps. I'm the rookie of the year, just slight flex. Too easy, I just skip steps. I'm the rookie of the year, just slight flex. 
but I'm walking down on the shit. Uh. The notorious sports critic, Dan Rice Sports. Yeah. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to an all-new Downright Sports, the radio podcast, if you will. I am your host, the notorious sports critic, the one, the only, Brent Reed. If this is the first time you're ever listening to this show, uh, thank you, first of all, for tuning in. <clears throat> but it's a sports show by a sports fan talking to other sports fans. So no worry about X's and O's here. Also, if you are listening on a podcast, first of all, it means it's nine o'clock and we thank you very much. But you listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify and Anchor. But if you're listening at eight o'clock, that means you're listening on Dynasty Radio and why uh, your number one source for hip-hop, R&B, and soul, if you will. But if you're watching on Facebook Live, that means it's Sunday, and you are getting a very special treat. You don't have to wait the rest of the week. I don't want you to just like hear. Uh, here's why you want to wait, because we have music. Uh, the show does play music, so if you don't want to hear my voice, just listen to the music. And the music this week is all independent artists. Um, Kicking it off with uh, up-and-comer uh, Antonio Gonzalez um, playing two of his songs today. I just kicked it off with Rookie, and then I'm going to play No Love next. And then after that, I'm going to switch it up, and we'll cover that later. Uh, Shout-outs to those that watch on Facebook Live. Uh, the one, the only, Raymond is on tonight. What it do? You know what we in store for tonight, Raymond. You know what time it is. And there's no secret what we're kicking it off with, ladies and gentlemen. That's the NFL playoffs now if you listen later in the week you've already know what happened that's why what makes my show so good i'm just giving you my opinion and my thoughts so if you agree with me cool if you don't hey i like it better when you don't agree with me you give me something to fuel me Woo. uh also third segment we will cover hank aaron and uh larry king as we say goodbye to two greats in their respectable fields legends guys you <laughs> important word to touch on right now Legends. Why? Because we kicked off today's uh, conference championship Sunday, which to me sometimes, and if you agree with me, thank you. If you just let me know, the conference games, the, the which precess the Super Bowl, sometimes are more exciting than the Super Bowl. At least one of the games always turns out to be. This week we kind of got. We're talking about playoffs. Playoffs? Uh, we kind of got two games. Even though the Green Bay uh, and Tampa game kind of turned out to be a little more competitive, still was kind of a dud. The KC and Buffalo game was definitely a, you know what I mean? It was just dead. Dead in Walter. But let's kick it off. The early game today was Tampa versus Green Bay. This game mattered so much because it was the first time Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers faced each other in the playoffs. Why is that important? Because in so many people's opinions, in so many people's eyes, in so many people's views, Aaron Rodgers is the man. He's the best. Or as, um, as Stephen A. Smith says, that's a bad man. Eh. <laughs> I'll give you my opinion on him in a second. Then he in Tom Brady. Others, which we're going to touch on in the second segment, view Tom Brady a little differently. Well, kids, Tampa Bay won. And Tampa Bay held the lead the entire game. They never let the lead go. 
They never gave the lead up. They never looked back. They never looked behind um, as they faced uh, Green Bay in Green Bay. In court. Now, the, go- the conversation going to the game was Tampa Bay is going to Green Bay, and it's going to be freezing. Like, Tom Brady's never played in the cold before. Like, New England on the water in the middle of January is in one of the coldest places on earth. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, if you will. Um, they went into Green Bay. They kept the lead the entire time. They started out with a touchdown. In fact, the only time Green Bay actually led in a way, if you look at the numbers, the third quarter, Green Bay made a, a comeback. In the fourth quarter, both teams kicked field goals. But nevertheless, Tom Brady prevailed. Now, some of you, and I watched the game, except for I fell asleep in the first quarter, because it was boring. I fell asleep in the, se- the second half was boring, and I went to sleep, took a nap. Um... But why did the why, why did the Patriots why did Tampa Bay win? Quite simply, Tom Brady started to become a game manager. The two interceptions, there's two interceptions he threw. I'm not blaming him for one of them. Touched the receiver's hands, he tipped it, and it, it fell back to the cornerback. That I'm not giving to. Um, I'm not giving it to Tom. My man Raymond, what he put? Um, they were talking about the rest of the players. Playing in the cold. Yeah, these guys get. Trust me. I told my girl during the game. Quite frankly, I don't even think it was cold on the sidelines. They got so much. Uh, he, they have more heaters and stuff to keep those guys warm. And not to mention, they got drinks and protein shakes and warm ups. The the that the, the days of that element is kind of done over and done. They probably practice in some dome somewhere and turn the temperatures down. Like it's a different day. It's not. The, the home field advantage thing kind of works in some places. Seattle still. And that's it. Like, it, 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 that's just sound. It, Kansas City's got good home field advantage. But the days of, like, you're going to the frozen tundra. First of all, they don't even let them. Like, there was snow. They covered all the snow up. Like, they, they took all the snow. Maybe they should have left the snow on the field. Give it an advantage. You know what I'm saying? The days of those advantage games is kind of over with. No, it wasn't that cold for them. No, it wasn't that cold for them. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't think so. Not like the, you know, you see the historical games. It was like, it was minus three outside. They couldn't even drink water. Dick Buckkiss barely was able to breathe. And, you know, they overcame. Well, you know, those were some of them games they probably lied about because they couldn't watch out from one TV anyway. Anyway, to get back to my point. Um, Tom Brady became a game manager. He went for he tried he threw one interception that was uh, off a fingertip, and then one of them they blit the 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 uh, they came in came in hot. He uh, threw it up in the air, and Evan just kept running like he didn't even look back. He didn't even go. Oh, there's a ball in the air. He just kept going, even though so even with the three interceptions Tom Brady threw, they still managed to win the game. So don't get so why did they win the game? Because that defense showed up tonight. That front that that front some uh, came through in authority. And I knew the stats they gave me on those interceptions. They, um, Bennett number fifty eight for Tampa Bay went ham three sacks. If you watch Aaron Rodgers tonight, needs to go into that locker room, look every offensive lineman in the face and say, "I want you all fired." And I want whoever picked the offensive lineman for Tom Brady on Tampa and New England because all of you are fired. If Aaron Rodgers has anybody to blame, it's the Green Bay front office for not treat giving him 
the Tom Brady treatment. Aaron basically spent his whole career, because he's a little athletic, he's basically spent most of his career, oh, he can run so we don't have to worry about the offensive line. Or maybe the line can't block because he's so mobile. What does that have to do with guys like Jackson? What has to do with guys like Holmes? They're mobile. What has to do with guys like um, uh, 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 Russell Wilson? Also mobile. But the, the offensive line still finds a way to keep those guys upright. So, um, if you the pressure that Aaron Rodgers faced tonight definitely came from oh Jason Pierre Paul from a New York Giant whoop, whoop, definitely came from the pressure that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, just just uh, just gave him, and that's something that Tampa Bay you know was you know always known for their defense. But basically, they just they the, the treatment that Tom Brady was supposed to be getting, where you close the pocket on him, you make him feel claustrophobic, he can't do anything. They just reversed it on Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay coach came into that game maybe with a little bit too much hubris or what, but he didn't follow the game plan. Everybody sometimes you don't have those bulls up front. Everybody knows the formula to beat Tom Brady, but if you don't have the ingredients, it doesn't matter if you know the formula or not. A guy once told me, it don't matter if you know all the plays in the world. You ain't got the players to execute it. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? You could drum up all the best X's and O's. But if the players can't do it, you're just wasting your time. So, what does this mean now for the one and only Tom Brady? Well, pretty much, we're going to dive into Tom Brady in the second segment. But if you can't appreciate a man going to his 10th, his 10th, let me say this one more time. Tenth NFL Super Bowl. Stop watching football. Don't call yourself a sports fan. Stop watching football and put hater on your forehead. I don't care if you do not like the man. I don't care if you think. Was there a situation with a referee in the game called an inter- interference and the guy would just flop? Absolutely. Is that the reason why Green Bay was, did that? Was that the reason why Aaron Rodgers didn't run the ball into the end zone instead of making that stupid pass? Aaron Rodgers had a clear path to the end zone, and he chose to pass the ball. Or is that the same reason why they chose to kick a field goal with two minutes left in the game when they're down by a touchdown in a two-point conversion? So I don't think so. Stop looking for reasons why Tom Brady wins because he just wins. You know what I'm saying? Like this nonsense of the ref helped him, or um, a tree blew in from the forest, or um, they wore the wrong jerseys that day, or this one's his head coach. Regardless, he's been to 10 Super Bowls. Regardless. I don't care what your reasoning is. The man's been there. Even out of the 10, let's say, let's just say, let's just say for heaven's sakes, out of that 10, he's been lucky for all 10. He's got six championships in his pocket. <laughs> I'm waiting. Uh, I told people who don't like Tom Brady, open your heart. And let the hate out. <laughs> For real, like enough's enough. I listen. I am a New York Giants fan. I root for the Jets in the closet. I've watched Tom Brady for years cut the Jets up like a like a like a like a chef in the kitchen. I watched the Giants beat him twice, so it's kind of easy for me to root for the man. But the point is, if you can't rationalize why LeBron is great, why Tom Brady's great, why Michael Jordan's great, oh, let me take Jordan out of that. If you can say Tom Brady 
Michael, if you can say Tom Brady and LeBron James are not great, but you could say in the same vein Michael Jordan is, you don't understand anything. You don't understand sports. You don't. You don't get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying LeBron James is greater than Jordan, but he is great. He's damn sure in the conversation of the top ten, top five. He's done things, eight straight championships appearances kind of put you in that conversation. Maybe he didn't win all eight, but pfft. you know what I'm saying? The only way guys go to 10 Super Bowls or go to eight straight championships or win 14 career majors or 22 grand slams is being a towel boy in those other two sports because it's single individual sports. And then in the team sports is being a bench player. Tom Brady has led Led teams to 10. Stop it. Moving on. To the new heir apparent. <laughs> if you will. The second game today was Buffalo versus Kansas City. And that game, kids, was a waste of time. Buffalo traveled all the way to Kansas City for a free bus ride in the room and board. Um, Buffalo started out hot. They started out hot. They were up 9-7. to seven. And I was on the phone with my dad. I was like, well, oh, Buffalo's up. I refreshed my screen. Kansas City was up 14-9, and that was the last time Buffalo was up. Raymond, you from BK? I am from the Bronx, my G. Hold it down. Um, that is the last time they saw the lead. <laughs> and it was it. It was it. Was it. Um, you, you're looking at Patrick Mahomes, the second. He's the first of his kind. All right, <clears throat> he's in his second straight Super Bowl. He will be back for more. He may not go next year. He'll be back for more because he. The reason why I say he may not be back next year is because Patrick Mahomes has got a gang of quarterbacks that's going to be coming after him. A gang of defenses, like. But he's in a. We're in a. We're in a rare time. We're going to see some very good quarterbacks. You got Lawrence coming in the league. You still got Jackson. You got Allen in Buffalo. You got the kid out of Cincinnati. Um, uh, Tua is still up for discussion, but there's gonna there's some good quarterbacks right now, and they're gonna want to compete <laughs> with this team. Um, if you look at what Mahomes done, did today, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Come on, it's another day of the week for him, so it's an easy work day for him. Um, Hill, uh, Tyreek Hill, 172 yards, nine catches. Um, he was average 19 yards a catch. Like, come on, stop it. And they're going to go play Tampa Bay, a team which they've already beaten this year, which means what, ladies and gentlemen? Just remember, Tom Brady lost twice to the Saints. Just saying. I didn't pick a winner yet, though, because the team I've picked all year was Kansas City to repeat. I picked them to repeat at the end of the season last year. I picked uh, <clears throat> not going to pat myself on the back. I'm just going to find the footage. I'm going to air it because I'm tired of always explaining myself. Anyway, before I wrap it up, remember where you were when you saw Ken Griffey. Remember where you were when you witnessed Tiger Woods. Remember where you were when you witnessed Serena Williams. Remember when you <clears throat> saw Dale Earnhardt Jr. Just think of, you know what, it's funny you should say that. By Green Bay losing, we missed out on the All-State Super Bowl. Raymond put something about All-State. We missed out on the All-State Super Bowl, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. But anyway, remember where you were. Back this up. When you saw some of these. Patrick Mahomes 
The NFL's been looking for that guy. They can stick up there and make a winner. Patrick Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl. He is the face of the league. Because Tom Brady's eventually going to retire unless he's got the serum we ain't never heard of before. Which he may have to start testing. But um, Patrick Mahomes, if he wins this Super Bowl, which I think he probably will, he's in a different conversation than everybody. Like, he's got a great coach, a great organization, and his contract is structured where they can still keep that team together. Oh, yes, and he's worth $500 million. Uh, Patrick, if you hear this, just know I'm your number one fan. Just give a brother a slice. Give me a G. That's all I need. You're not going to miss a million. I'm just here to tell you. Anyway, this is Darren Ray Sports here on DynastyRadioNY.com, but live on Facebook today. <laughs> um, uh, Check this out. Uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Anchor, um, subscribe today, leave a comment, be a friend, be a friend. Um, today we're going to, um, <clears throat> definitely in the third segment, we're honoring Hank Aaron. Um, one of the greats have to, I, there's no way I'm a true baseball fan. No way in hell. I'm not going to do this show and talk about Hank Aaron. If it wasn't for the NFL playoffs, I probably did the whole show devoted to him. He deserves it. Like that's how. You don't understand the greatness of this guy and what he sacrificed, what he went through, and just playing a child's game. But if you're watching on Facebook Live, we got two more segments to go. Stick around, come back, because I will be back. I'll be back, and uh, we're gonna have some more fun tonight. As the next segment, stats, just all opinion, baby. This is Downright Sports. human being in the world today go dizzy we're on our way to vegas frisco rome chicago new york who knows where we're going Thank God I had to wait today. I prayed like Deacon. 
niggas in church Say I ride for brothers at worst Grandma had me y'all in them churches Now I pray my best verses Get them so in the posts on their socials Real quotes for what niggas go through Introvert, antisocial, I ain't even social Don't say what I go through, huh Gotta get these niggas all these vocals God damn nigga, I'm the man Hold on, fuck this shit, man everybody uh segment two a little bit of um what's the title? no love by the one the only antonio gonzalez new and upcoming artist uh released his mixtape uh january 9th the same in the mixtape is january 9th not bad pretty good pretty good <laughs> so i uh, go to soundcloud and uh give that one a, a look up and see if uh you could download that and give it some love uh speaking of if you record music and you want it played, here's the place. Uh, original music will be played here. Um, if you send it in, uh, you can email it to uh, downrightenterprise at gmail.com. That is downrightenterprise at gmail.com. Have your song played here. Make sure it's yours, first of all. And uh, have your music played here. Um, I try to... Give them heavy rotation. I mean, I don't do the show every day, but I try to, you know, at least for that month, uh, give it a lot of play. So, um, yeah, just send me music. It doesn't have to be rap either. If you sing, if you play an instrument, if you uh, do spoken word, <laughs> if you do gospel, if it's good, I'm going to play it. I mean, it's pretty much it. I want some rock. I want some original rock songs. I want some original singing. I think it would be cool. So, Anyway, speaking of original, let's talk. So, Tom Brady's going to his 10th Super Bowl. You might have heard me say that in the first segment. Um, why is that important? Because in the history of history, nobody's ever done it. Um, in the history of um, the NFL, I'm not sure many teams. He's been to more Super Bowls than some franchises have, in fact. Um Last last time the Patriots the Patriots have six Super Bowls of the most of all time. Um, their trips to the Super Bowl are most of all time. He's uh, this is his tenth. The Patriots have gone to nine. Um, believe it or not, they went to nine Super Bowls. Out of that nine, eight without him. 
You do the math. <laughs> you do the math. Uh, the Super Bowl's been around for over 40 years, over 50 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, over 50 years the Super Bowl's been around. Uh, 1967, 54 years the Super Bowl has been around. If you look by appearances, wins, losses, right? So peep this out. Pittsburgh has been to the Super Bowl eight times. Uh, Dallas has been to the Super Bowl eight times. 49ers have been to the Super Bowl seven times. Green Bay has been to the Super Bowl five times. Giants five times. Um, Broncos seven times. Uh, the Washington football team five times. The Raiders five times. Dolphins five times. Uh, the Colts four times. And we're not just going to keep going. The Vikings have been four. Buffalo's been four. Tom Brady's been ten. One man has been to the Super Bowl by himself ten times. How crazy is that? And I repeat, the Patriots went to the Super Bowl 11 times. I was wrong. They've been to the Super Bowl 11 times. And, yeah, out of the 11, they went with Tom Brady went to nine. You're doing the mouth. If you look at Tom Brady where he ranks in the course of sports, because he has uh, trend, he he is no longer just in the place of he's not just where's his place all time in NFL history. New, he has a new he's in a new conversation. He's in that. Well, we need to look at all time list. Uh, ESPN in early two thousands, like around two thousand and five, did greatest players of uh, hundred greatest players or something like that. Guess who's rated number one? <laughs> I want to say it was Muhammad Ali or Babe Ruth. <laughs> Both Muhammad Ali, Babe have been dead for a long time, and Muhammad Ali has stopped fighting for a long time. Tom Brady, you if you look at the Mount Rushmore of the NFL, respectfully, if you don't agree with this, then, well, so be it. But let's look at it this way. If you put the Mount Rushmore up of players, Jim Brown, given. Jerry Rice, given. Tom Brady's there. Tom Brady's there. Um, don't second guess it. He's there. You, you know, I know some of you like, I got a buddy who's my closest friend, uh, Joe Sam's near and dear. Um, first word out of his mouth. Well, if Tom goes to the Super Bowl this time, I consider him as great as Joe Montana. Joe Montana was fantastic. One of the best. Undefeated in the Super Bowl. He went four times. And Jerry Rice. Tom Brady maybe has went to Tom Brady's been to the Super Bowl. He's played with a maybe a hand two Hall of Famers. Went to lost one with a Hall of Famer in Randy Moss. And Gronkowski is a Hall of Famer, no question. But we're no longer comparing Tom Brady to Joe Montana anymore. He has passed Joe Montana. Like, conversations over. Six championships, what, four MVP awards in, in the Super Bowl. Um, like, the conversation's done with. Like, uh, we're not um, even considering... The two have, like, remember there was a time where we were like, oh, Peyton Manning. Somebody recently, I just read, was like, Peyton Manning's better than Tom Brady. Stop it. 
<laughs> like, stop it. Tom Brady, I mean, Peyton Manning is a freak. Smart. Knows the game. Breaks it down. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, all that stuff, right? It ain't time. When you sum up people, you take greatness. And I told you, where's Tom Brady placed in all sports, right? We take greatness. We look at uh, baseball. We talk about Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is one of the greatest of all time. But we always go, what's Barry missing? That ring. What's Uncle Willie got? Uncle Willie got one. Yeah, I think Willie got Willie Mays got one. They won one in New York. He got one. They never won it in San Francisco until 2009, actually. But um, you talk about all Babe Ruth. Babe's got him. Conversation's over. Um, Mickey Mantle's got him. Conversation's over. Roberto Clemente's got one. Conversation over. Um, in basketball, greatness is a body of work over a period of time. Yes, Raymond, it is. But the ultimate argument hole has always been, where do you rank guys with championships without championships? And team sports is hard because it does take a team to get it done. You do need a complete team. But when there are some guys that do get teams, Charles Barkley made to the NBA Finals. He didn't win. He got his chance. He got his chance. Patrick Ewing got his chance. Um, if you get to the playoffs, you've gotten a chance. Allen Ives, all these guys got chances. But what makes them? What makes that other guy different? You know what I'm saying? What makes that other guy? Case in point today: Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Tom Brady made it his business to score early. Let's get this out the way early. Let's get up on him early. Okay, let's get up on him early. Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, could it, Aaron's been to one. One has not been back. So many, and then people talk about, well, this is the first time he had home field. Aaron Rodgers had home field advantage before when they lost to the Giants. And the Giants, when the Giants went and beat um, uh, uh, New England for the second time, they played Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay and lost. Stop it. So, (laughs) stop it. You got to, so where's time at all time in sports? I don't know. But as far as in the NFL, he his face is there, man. He's in that. T- he's it's Jim Brown, Jerry Rice, Tom Brady. Defensively, so you got Lawrence Taylor, um, Reggie White. Oh my God, Deacon Jones, um, some other great defensive players of all time. Um, trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. Freight train lane. <laughs> Just throwing out names right now. De- uh, I'd put Dion in the conversation. Dion Sanders for what he placed. Um, you know what he did. There's some guys currently right now that's making uh, some noise. Let's look. Let's look. Let me steal. Uh, Ray, uh, Ray Lewis. I don't know if Ray Lewis is on the Mount Rushmore. I would probably order Deacon Jones. Definitely, I'm gonna argue. Ronnie Lott. I may argue. Reggie White. Uh, may have to be Lawrence Taylor. May have to be Lawrence Taylor. Ronnie Lott, I didn't get to see. I saw his highlights, Raymond, and he was a f- monster boy. He was a monster out there. But you got to think, LT changed the game. LT <coughs> changed how to get. You watch some, the, some. You watch how they talk about LT, and LT basically was told do whatever you want. Like he was a linebacker, but he wasn't an outside inside. He was a linebacker. He was. <laughs> LT, you know you always go, take a player, put him in that any era. LT could have played 
in the early days of the NFL. He could have played in the post-Super Bowl days of the NFL. He could play today. It doesn't matter. When you have that type of mentality, when you when when teams are preparing for you, you are a different category. I'm putting LT up there. LT is that other that other face. He just he was guys today still want to be LT and they can't. Rick Lewis might have been close. Might have been close. And he still didn't come as close as LT. LT was a freak. If I'm not mistaken, Raymond, you always help me out with this. If I'm not mistaken, I think LT has an MVP award. I think LT has a, a, a NFL MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when he played all them years ago, I, I want to say like 90, I mean, 86 or something like that. Hold on. I'm pulling it up now. See if, who's faster. See if Raymond gets it before me. Um, yeah, 1986, the year I was born. Lawrence Taylor has an MVP award. Check this out, right? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. He is literally, literally the last defensive player to win the MVP award. In fact, he wins the MVP. It goes quarterback, 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 running back, quarterback, running back, quarterback, 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 running back, running back, quarterback, running back, quarterback, 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 running back. He's the last Defensive player, he's the last non-quarterback running back. He's not, he's not even a receiver on this list. LT is on the mount. So here's the Mount Rushmore kids of the NFL. Are you ready? <laughs> Jerry Rice, Jim Brown, Tom Brady, Lawrence Taylor. It's that simple. It's that simple. It, no, conversation's over. All right. Dang, LT was a beast. Like, come on. Like, the like, the, I'm about to talk about LT for the rest of the show because that's how great he was. But you got to, enough's enough with the hating of Tom Brady. I'm calling a truce here today. <clears throat> Take my hat off for this one. I can't get the headset on. <laughs> to all the Tom Brady haters out there, attention. Check your hatred. Put it in your back pocket and use the thing between your ears called your brain and just look at the man's body of work. I'm not even going to throw the numbers at you. I'm not. I'm not going to waste my time. I got another part of the show to do. But look at what the man has done. Ten Super Bowls. He's got six in his back pocket. And if it wasn't for a hell of a catch on the Giants twice, might have some more championship hardware in there, okay? So, look at what he's done and just go, all right, the guy's great. You're not going to see this anymore. And the mortal words of Raymond, open up your heart and let the hate out. Is that what Bigsby said? Is that what Clayton Bigsby said? <laughs> let the Jasper, let me show my face. <laughs> like, enough's enough like we need to stop like the guy is the man as rick flair once said to be the man you gotta beat to be the man Woo! you gotta beat the man and so far ain't but three people figured out how to beat him stop it shame on you i am no longer gonna read on my facebook when i say tom brady's great you followed up with a kicker one three of those 
The referees cheated. They cheat all the time. Well, guess what? He don't play for New England no more. So who's cheating now? Who's cheating now? Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick said in game footage? Tom, I love you so much. I want you to keep winning. Like, like let's stop. Let, let the madness stop, people. Like, like, think about this. I'm going to help you out. I'm actually going to side of LeBron James for once. I don't do this. You know that. I don't do this. <clears throat> LeBron has played for zero Hall of Fame head coaches. Has three championships. Michael Jordan has six championships and plays with a man that won 11. LeBron's been to eight finals. Went to eight straight in a row. If Jordan doesn't take a two-year hiatus, does he, does he run into Houston and lose two? <laughs> Or does he run into a Knicks team in 94 that was ready to beat them and they lose? Don't forget, Jordan came back in 95 and lost to um, to uh, Orlando. So, just saying, just saying, guys, is, is LeBron that better almost in some statistical categories? LeBron, Le- Le- Jordan had not one, but two Hall of Famers towards the tail end of his career. Even on LeBron's current team right now, he may have one Hall of Famer. Ain't guaranteed to have any, quite frankly. Anthony Davis' career ends today, he ain't a Hall of Famer. I hate to tell you that. <clears throat> like, I can make an argument for LeBron if I want to. I can. I can. So, the same thing goes for Tom. I, I don't need to make an argument. Ten Super Bowls makes the argument for me. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to a break. When we come back, more Downray Sports. Facebook, turn around. Shaq and Penny beat Jordan. That's right. Oh, man. Could you imagine if Shaq and Penny would have stayed together? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Kobe and Shaq was better. It was better soap opera. Anymore. We'll talk about that later. All right. We'll come back in the third segment. I'm going to say goodbye to Hank Aaron, Facebook Live. Come back to the third segment. We're going to take a quick break. Um, We're going to switch it up. This is Downright Sports. Hey, yo, Chase, bring that shit the fuck back. Hold up, hold up, hold up. DJ Chase, bring that back. It's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down? But you still have love for me, yeah. Love me a shorty who's only bad to me Watch her walk by, that's really a sight to see She hate my happy side, she love the nasty me She don't like Philippe's, cause she's good with some Applebee's Take notes, I'ma teach you a lesson quick It's not about the place, but the person you spend it with This is more than love, cause my feelings lying deep Baby so pretty, I can sit and watch her sleep I already see I'm dipping my stick She got me like LL, got me licking my lips The way she moves to the beat, yo, this that shit. I ain't talking about a dot, yo, this is my chick. Yeah. 
if I was down, then how would you still have love? Good one. Everybody, we are back. Let's clean things up as we always do in the third segment, and we get ready to say goodbye. Thank you again for listening. Uh, it's been a um, very cool show. Next week, without a question, you know what next week is. Next week's the Super Bowl preview show, baby. You know what time it is, and uh, no question, the day of the Super Bowl, there will be a special pop up show. Uh, the Super Bowl preview show may have a guest, I'm not sure yet. So Stay tuned. Uh, I will say uh, coming February, February, February. I, I heard on the last show I messed up. But February, not September, February. We're devoting the whole month of February to black history. So um, we will talk about topics of the week. But for the most part, we're going to have one or two topics. We're just going to devote to black history and the history of um, athletes and activism. So a lot of research for me. Fun. Uh, we will have a special, special interview from the one, the only, um, Leonard Jr., uh, Ray Leonard Jr., Charles Ray Leonard Jr., the son of Sugar Ray Leonard. He will be a guest on this show, um, at the, the, probably the last episode of February. So, um, that one will be pretty fun. You know, second person I've ever interviewed while doing this show. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, <clears throat> if you will, thank you again for listening um to the show if you're listening on apple podcast leave a comment leave a remind uh leave a comment give me a thumbs up tell me what you think it can be a bad comment i don't care to leave a comment <laughs> but give a thumbs up uh google play spotify anchor or uh, anywhere else you can hear a podcast if you watch it on facebook live the reason why you may want to hear the podcast is just hear the music just skip through it um if you're listening on dynastyradiony.com this is your number one source for hip-hop r&b and soul except for on thursdays it's your home for sports um uh at from seven on the network from uh seven to ten from nine uh check out the 950 lounge give that a listen to start your morning off strong uh, I got. I think she changed the hours, and I got it on here. Anyway, Cheryl Underwood is from four to six weekdays. Uh, the DJ Chase pregame every Monday at eight o'clock. Uh, the Kim Dynasty show every Wednesday at eight o'clock. So take a listen, and then right after me coming up right next, uh, the Boom Bop show. So stay tuned and listen to that and get ready. So <clears throat> before I go on to talk about two men who basically deserve their own segment without a question i'm reading here and i just sort of just jumped on the facebook live darren what's good b so darren answer me this if you want to write in there's some new chicken joint jubilee that's opening up in northern virginia um originally started in the philippines back in 1975 <clears throat> has grown across asia and the united states in 1998 so we got over 1,200 locations, California, Virginia Beach. I've never even heard of this place. I think it's in Maryland. Anyway, it's supposed to be the best chicken. Now it's in the uh, north, north of Virginia. <coughs> There's the Colonel, whoever the heck the Popeye's guy is. There's churches, now Jubilee from the Philippines. I ain't trying to be that guy. I'm just saying, we do chicken. 
Why we ain't got no chicken joints? Why ain't like brothers chicken and what you know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Darren said, "Well, we'll see." But like, why is not like um, 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 brothers chicken or soul sister chicken or um, give me my chicken? Like, why we ain't got no chicken joints? Like, brothers don't open chicken joints. All the best chicken. If in the agree with me, if you will, if you live in the South, which I, I live in the South, some of the best chicken is gas station chicken. That crispy gas, if you catch it when it's just cooked in the morning, there's a spot in Farmville, Virginia called Thomas Red House. It's a gas station. If you get there first thing in the morning, that chicken is fried, dyed, and laid to the side. Wait, Aaron put, we always run out of stuff. <laughs> You're right. That is true. In every spot, they always run this. Every time we open up a spot, yo, we out. No one gets some fish. We ain't got no more. All right. Let me get some collard greens. We ain't got no more. Let me get some macaroni and cheese. We ain't got no more. <laughs> Why are you open today? I don't know. They told me to. Darren, do you remember when we went to St. Paul's? I think it was called Max's. Or am I wrong? It was that hamburger joint. It was a whole new war hamburger. It was like $2. That damn burger was like this big. It was like the size of two hands. You get you get a double burger and you would pass out. It was like if you ever seen the Boondocks, it was like the Luther. You would eat it and you would instantly just like oh, and you would just pass out. Yeah, <laughs> that burger was on point, boy. It was like two dollars. It was like two dollars. You get a double burger and fries. It was the best. It was called Max's, right there. Was it called Max's? It was something. It was a hole in the wall. It looked like he was going to buy crack, actually, but he was buying a burger, which might have had crack in it the way you felt after you ate it. <laughs> Anywho, so <clears throat> sad news came this week, and um, we lost Hank Aaron, uh, legendary baseball player, legend. Forget legendary, legend. Conversation may be one of the best, if not. I mean, conversation could be. The best based on numbers. Baseball <clears throat> is a big game on numbers. If you pay attention to baseball, I have to take a sip of water. If you pay attention to baseball, baseball is big in the numbers. It breaks down by numbers. It's a game because this is a game designed for you to fail. Hank Aaron did just the opposite of that. Um, not failing. Uh, <clears throat> Hank Aaron was born uh, February 5th, 1934 in Mobile, Alabama, just short of his 37th birthday, which is sad. Uh, he debuted in baseball April 13th, 1954. He was 20 years old. He actually, his first game, had five at-bats, zero hits, zero home runs, zero RBIs, zero stolen bases. So here's a guy who's second all-time in home runs. Uh uh, third all-time in career hits, first all-time in RBIs, and he started his first game without doing anything. Like, how crazy is that? It just shows you like, how hard the game is. Um, Aaron eventually, as we all know, would go on, play, have a fantastic career. Um, his last game played was October 3rd, 1974, which he almost ended his last game the same way he started. He had three at-bats, one hit, no home runs, one RBI, one, no stolen bases. So it's almost the same thing. He was elected to the Hall of Fame in 1982. Um, on his, out of his, now, I don't know who didn't vote for him, but check this out. Out of 415 people, 406 voted for him. Like, this is the stupidest crap. Like, the Baseball Hall of Fame is one of the hall, hardest Hall of Fames to get into. But some guys, you just 
Dude, like, why? <laughs> like, hey, Aaron, Willie Mays, uh, Babe Ruth. Like, no, there's a guy that didn't vote for Babe Ruth. I want you to know that. And some reporters' motto was they didn't want to vote. If Babe Ruth didn't get 100% of the votes, nobody should. Like, what kind of stupid crap is that? Raymond is back. Raymond, what did you... You seen him play at Shea Stadium. Got there for batting practice and he hit the ball all over. Yeah, he was one of the best fine-tool hitters. I listened to him. It's crazy you got to see him play, though. That's exciting. At Shea Stadium. For those of you that may be too young, Shea Stadium used to be a stadium where the Mets played out in Queens. How Go, go for it. Um, he was telling a story. Where if there's a runner at a third, his job was to get that runner in. And he was like, I'm going to get him in by any means. He said he never left a runner on at third. I think when you finish first all-time in RBIs, you can make that point. Just look how the game is played today. I know a lot of you guys like right now on Facebook Live, maybe except for Raymond, <clears throat> not huge baseball guys. The game is played so bad now. It's about launch angle. Oh, we got to get the launch angle. How far is he hitting the ball? He's hitting the ball a ton. He's hitting the ball far, but he's got like a thousand strikeouts. Hank Aaron's Hank Aaron, <clears throat> going to the numbers, kids. For a guy who is second all time in home runs, do you know has never hit 50 home runs in his career? The most he has ever hit was 47 in 1971. Suck that launch angle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for they they want you to the, the you got to see Clemente, Mays, and Aaron. I am super jealous. Like I won't get to see those guys play stuff for in heaven. <laughs> like think about that. Like he never hit over fifty. He just worked on getting the ball in play. One reason my you know what's crazy? He actually learned how to hit backwards. He was a right-handed hitter, but he put the wrong hand. So if you bet right-handed. Your right hand goes on top and your left hand goes on the bottom. He did it the opposite. His left hand went on top and his right hand went on the bottom. They didn't change it and he got to, until he got to the pros. So the guy was like selected for drafted for baseball hitting wrong. That's how great of a man that's how great he was. You talk about activism. In this day and age, everybody's an activist, everybody's protesting. He never protested. But he never shied away from giving his opinion and his thoughts. He never did. He never. He always would not say like the strong black man. He was that. He was he was proud of who he was, proud of his heritage, proud of his background. And you gotta commend him for that. The year he broke um um uh, the year he broke Bay Roof's record, <clears throat> which at the time was seven fourteen, he had seven fifteen, he was getting death threats. They had to, the FBI had to like like live with him. Um, the, the yeah uh, the the night he hit seven fifteen, he's rounding the base. Two white guys ran on the field to shake his hand. People were nervous. They thought it was it. They thought these were people going to attack. They came to shake his hand. To me, that represents what our country could be, which is so awesome. And then his mother hugs him. You see the picture. His mother hugging him. She's hugging him because she doesn't want nobody to shoot him. And basically, it's like, they shoot him, they're going to shoot through me. Like, this little woman is hugging this six-foot man. And, but that that's that mother's love. Like, that's my boy. Like, ain't nobody going to kill him. He, like, it's you got to say to yourself, you go to work every day, no matter what your job is. You're like, oh, I hate this job. There's so much pressure. Imagine you going to work every day. And every time you go into your locker, 
or every time you check your work email, you got death threats. I'll kill you, you N-word. You da 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 I'll destroy you. Don't you dare show up to, like, imagine he went out there and just did his job. Just did it. <laughs> Without a blink of an eye. He broke the record in 75, 1975, and he played one more year. But even still, he had 12 home runs that year. He was towards the tail end of his career. He wasn't the same, um, you know, he was towards the end. Like most guys, when they get a record, it's towards the end of their career. He played the majority of it. He, he could have easily, and I, I got to get this going. He could have easily said, I'm Hank Aaron. Let me go play for the Yankees. Or let me go play for uh, uh, the Cubs. Or let me go play for the, the Dodgers. Somewhere. Let me get out. He played in the South. He played in Milwaukee and Atlanta his whole career. Like, give him credit, man. And so the, he's basically, he's the face of the Braves. And I think the Braves, we talked about this on a couple shows ago, with Cleveland changing their name and the Braves maybe going away from some of the stuff that they used to do. I think it, you know, the Braves need to start embracing Hank Aaron more and making him more the face of that team. Even though, you know, I don't know. Uh, but he, he should probably start being like, oh, yeah, this is Hank Aaron's team. So we say goodbye to Hank Aaron. Um, great career, great man, long life. Um you got some regrets. My regret is I don't get to interview these guys. I would love to have interviewed Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, um, some of the you know some of these greats. Where's he ranked all time? Let me just do it like this: If Babe Ruth is still the greatest player of all time, Hank Aaron's right there. Numbers wise, that's how some of the number. I looked at a lot of the numbers. A lot of it goes Hank Aaron or Ruth or vice versa. Just saying, guys, it's a game of numbers. I'm just saying. And Hank, yeah, let's move on. Anyway, the other person that passed away this week was a legendary, um, um, legendary anchor, not anchor, legendary radio personality, if you will. He went from radio to TV, was one of the first to do that. Like, you see so many guys today go from radio to television. He was it. He might have been the innovator of it. Uh, Larry King. Uh, Larry King, Mr. The Kid from Brooklyn, as they say. Larry King here. <laughs> um... Some people never got a chance to see Larry King. I remember Larry King live on CNN. I remember the, the old man with the suspenders. He had the microphone. I don't even think that microphone worked. But he had the microphone. This is Larry King live. We're here tonight with so-and-so. I practiced my Larry King voice earlier. I'm just tired. You know, hour of a show gets it done to you. Um, peep this out. So Larry King was born uh, Lawrence Harvey uh, Zinger. November 19th, 1933, uh, in Brooklyn, clearly, <laughs> he worked in, um, eventually will work in some small, he worked in, started in a small station in Miami, where actually his, uh, general manager at the station said, you need to change your last name, it's too hard to pronounce, so they changed his last name to Larry King, where did he get the idea King from? He was watching, he got it from a ad he saw for King's Wholesale Liquor. I get some of my best ideas from liquor too, kids. Uh, with the my cousin worked with him. He said he was a good person to work with. Larry King just look he, he does look like an easy guy. He looks easy. He look like he just you know I'm Larry King. When did the Dodgers play? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think his kid got drafted by the Dodgers. I think so. Anyway, Larry King eventually we get a national syndicated show in 1978 called uh, the Larry King Show, and in 1985 that's when CNN picked him up. And gave him Larry King Live, which ran to like 2010, where Larry King he didn't retire, he just 
did stop doing that show and start doing a lot of internet stuff. Um, interviewed some of the, interviewed everybody. Literally interviewed everybody. Not going down his list of who he did, and, but he interviewed everybody. And you got to say, we're not going to see guys like Larry King, Hank Aaron, Howard Stern, um, originators. We're not going to see that anymore. All, all of us right now are just imitating what those guys have done. You know what I'm saying? Once in a lifetimers, that's it. They were once in a lifetimers. We're not going to get to run down the memory lane with some of these guys anymore. So we just got to appreciate them for what they were. The um, uh, Johnny Carsons of the world, the um, David Lenemans, the uh, Lucio Balls, the greats, uh, uh, um, Richard Pryors, Eddie Murphy's. Guys that just basic Dave Chappelle's like appreciate them when they're here because when they're gone they're gone. All right, hey, we'll be back next week Super Bowl preview show. Make this one quick. I am over my time. We'll be back. Uh, hopefully, I have a guest. Get ready. Who am I gonna pick? You have to find out. Tune in. As <laughs> get tune in. Um, appreciate you all for listening. Get ready for the Boom Bap Show. It is on next. Um. Download the show, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, tune in, um, and then they, <clears throat> and then we will uh, be back on Facebook Live again next Sunday. We may come on a little earlier since the Super Bowl preview show, so we'll see how that goes. I uh, appreciate everybody watching tonight. You guys have been fun, Raymond, always, especially um, the information this guy gives is so awesome. Like It's like uh, talking to Wikipedia. It's <laughs> so, awesome. Alright, so you be safe out there. Please be safe. Wear a mask. And as always, deuces. DJ Got the trap jumping like a line of back in 96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another wrist. Feel like the way I took it down, I need another bill. Got the trap jumping like a line of back in 96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another wrist. Feel like the way I took it down, I need another bill. Big old heavyweight. I maintain my section Interstate and rental cars I'm nationwide connected If you need it, I can get it Hit my line, dog. Everything got a price and it must go I really weigh it on the scale And bag it up for real I really pay my child support Off a week of sale my new, I'm the distro Famous in my zip code Going federal's the only thing I'm scared of Got mine the hard way I make this shit look easy I never ran off on the plug Ain't high now I get it from LA In the middle of a epidemic I got trees on the got way the Jumping like a line of back in 96 The way I get it in I need another crib Feel like the way I whip it up I need another wrist Feel like the way I took it down I need another beat Got the trap Jumping like a line of back in 96 The way I get it in I need another crib Feel like the way I whip it up I need another wrist Feel like the way I took it down I need another Soon as I touch down, it's moving like a greyhound. I'm still serving up them pounds in the middle of a drought. I still got it for the low, just pull up at my Man, it's like a grow house in my dad.
bugs out, better add me to your contacts. Got tree emoji. Got me trapping over Snapchat. Send it to me on my cash app. Bag running, Kelvin. My trap jumping like a liner, doing a '96 Olympic. Got the trap jumping like a liner, back in '96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another wrist. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat. Got the trap jumping like a liner, back in '96. The way I get it in, I need another crib. Feel like the way I whip it up, I need another wrist. Feel like the way I dip it down, I need another beat.